Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing the podcast hello just before we get on with today's episode chris and i want to tell you all about our patreon page it won't take long but we think you're going to want to hear it because you're missing out quite frankly all the more risque stuff that we sometimes think oh can we get away with that uh, we put it on our patreon pages and there's over 150 episodes uh, for our ten dollar subscribers Absolutely. So for whatever that works out in UK pounds, what's that, about £7.50 a month? Yeah, for, for the price of a bag of chips, for a Savoy and chips, you can actually have us in your ears four times extra a month. That's four episodes minimum that we put out um, exclusively for Patreons, plus... Um, there's loads of we video most of our episodes now and the videos you can watch all of the podcasts now over on Patreon as well um, we put up loads of other unique content over there yeah there's, there's there's pictures there it's basically our version of our OnlyFans account isn't it basically so you, you exactly. get the sort of pictures on there of, of the behind the scenes of Stu tucking into a pot noodle basically sort of stuff you, that shouldn't be available to the public no one needs to see that but that's all we just thought we'd give you a quick heads up that if you're enjoying these podcasts then be aware for like £7.50 you can go and listen to over 150 exclusive episodes and there's some great ones over there with previous guests as well um, loads of names that you're going to recognise if you've been listening to, to the, 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 the weekly podcast we put out and yeah and also if you are a subscriber we're more than likely to do one of your top fives if you recommend it because we prioritise the patrons first don't we as well Absolutely, yeah. So we we try and sort of do as many top five suggested by you lot as well. So, uh, yeah, head over to Patreon. Where can they find out about it, Chris? Uh, Patreon.com forward slash hardcore listing. Easy peasy. And you can watch an intro video there as well of us in jacuzzis and doing sexy stuff. With Gal Porter. With Gal Porter. Not doing sexy stuff with Gal Porter. Can I just clear clear that up? (laughs) Gal, not trying to drag your name through the mud. (laughs) And Scroobius Pip. Yeah. All right. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash hardcore listing. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. Uh, it's, uh, well, we've, uh, we've, we've, we've hit a million downloads. One million downloads. Chris Glasson, what are you saying? I'm saying we, that we've dropped the uh, everyone's dumber. Everyone's dumber for listening to our podcast now. So we've achieved the goal. We've brought people more down to our level. 
Pip is desperately firing out content of note and worth that might help people. Um, and we're desperately just trying to pull the Distraction Pieces Network down to our level and below. We're trying to exceed that. So, yeah. Well, we should, um, first of all, before we do anything, um, some of the people that have helped us uh, get to a million downloads um, mm -hmm. is uh, <coughs> our producer, 76. So um, thanks yes. loads to uh, Stu for doing that. And, yeah, and we've got hugely. two sponsors that have um, been with us a long time now and can't thank mm -hmm. them enough. And so yeah. that is... I'm going to be nice to him today. Uh, Luke Van Boom. Ah, from Van Boom Creative. Yep. Uh, and we've got another sponsor, right? Charles or Chiles, however you pronounce it. Charles. Oh, God. Um, from Love Beer. Love-beer.co.uk. Yeah. I've got some growlers to give you from uh, for Charles, actually. And uh, if you want to know what a growler is... Go to love-beer.co.uk and you will need them to buy your wonderful drinks. And if you put in this code HBLCLP, excuse me, it's Monday morning, you will get 15% off your order. What was that again? For, don't make me do it again. LBHCLP. Perfect. Um, and, and I guess um, there will be no hard listing if it wasn't for today's guest. Um... Welcome, Scroobius Pippikins. Hello, hello. How's it going, guys? Congrats on a million. Thank you, mate. Thank, Thank you. you. You couldn't have done it without you. Thank you and genuinely for all, all your support and, uh, and, and faith in us. No it's problem at all. And I do want to highlight, despite all the mocking that we do, yeah. the podcast that sent you over the million was incredibly powerful and heart-wrenching on, on racism and incidents of racism. So... Again, it's kind of nice that that's the one that, that tipped you over the mark, um, rather than this, for example, which will be us talking absolute nonsense and being <laughs> bellends. So I was kind of pleased that that was the one that tipped you over, and it's it's yeah. A, a yeah a testament to the network and to you guys. So good work, gents. Pat, Thank you. Let's all just let's just pat each other on the back for an hour, see if people <laughs> will still be here, still listen after that. I mean, we did that on the distraction pieces spe hardcore listing special. Uh, That's the nicest that we've yeah. definitely the nicest that we've ever been to each other on, for sure. on a distraction pieces. Definitely, because generally yeah. we're dr drunk and being horrible on that. So yeah, yeah. we well, can switch that all up now, though. Let's change the <laughs> yeah. let's change the tone of this podcast now. So because we hit a million. We decided to do a uh, top five things you'd uh, spend a million pound on, and we thought, well, let's all do it together. You, you're our first guest. You might as well come on. Might as well come on and do this one with us. Might as well. Yeah, might, might as, as well. well. <laughs> I really had to persuade you. He weren't that interested. You weren't that fussed, <laughs> was you? Nah. No, nah, we should definitely get him back. And he was like, I see. Nah, get someone good. <laughs> that's my reaction every time Stu tries to arrange a pod a pod bible zoom meeting there's, there's always there's regular suggestions of zoom meetings in the group message and I'm always like do we need one do, can, can we not just send a text you know that's a massive thing for me you know that like know. you will happily just whatsapp away and I'm like and then I'll phone you and you won't answer and then you're just messing about what and I just think oh you cunt I just want to. I just want to talk. He's just sat. You know exactly where he sat, <laughs> and he literally could answer. He could pick that phone up, but he's just Gen like genuinely. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I've said this before, but it annoys my dad as well that I just don't have a ringtone on. So unless I'm l looking at my phone, I don't mm. answer it. As soon as I see it, I'll ring you back or yeah. send a text. But I just genuinely, yeah, I miss. 
calls constantly. There's been a few. Fats where and smalls do a good ringtone now. They do. Actually. Yeah. They do. There's been How's a few times when. Uh, go on. Go on, Chris. I, I Now's a good it. time. Yeah. Hey, what's wrong with you? Who said that to us? Luke, our, uh, one of our producers, got off the phone to me the other day. Got in his car, and uh, that tune played straight away. <laughs> hey, coincidence. Uh, well, I was literally talking to his manager, that Ben uh, dude from Fats right, and Smalls, yeah. and I just thought, mm. if we can get him on, that would be yeah, brilliant, it'd, wouldn't it? It would be epic. It'd be absolutely be quite epic. amazing. I'd, I'd actually love to hear that story, to be honest with you. Um, Plus him sing. Well, Pip, it's your five, so um, you can kick things off, um, because me and Chris are going to chime in with a couple, but um, this is right. your five. So, Okie doke. So, um, it's, it's top five things... I'd do with a million quid. Yeah. If yes. I just got a million. Yeah. Um, you, you got yourself a million and you can do whatever you want with it, mate. Um, and if all yours are in relation to fight the fight top five charities you'd give the money to, I'm just going to press end, end recording. It's well, going to be the no, quickest podcast. Four of mine are <laughs> pretty pointless and, and similar, <laughs> all along the same theme. But I'm going to start with the first one. That's a serious one. Okay. Um, I'd start a production company. Ah. Because I bloody love doing all the acting I'm doing and working with all these people I'm doing. But some of the most fun and rewarding stuff I've done was making all the music videos and that with Tom and Aaron and you, Chris, and all our mates just getting to be creative. Mm. And despite not having years of experience or all these these contacts in the industry ju- just making stuff that genuinely it's it's won awards and shit so i love getting to work with these big companies and professionals or whatever else but the idea of having the budget for me and my mates to to, to, to just make a load of weird mm. weird shit would be an absolute dream so yeah that that comes i mean these aren't in order but but that was the first one that I was like, that's that's a real one, a, a, a genuine imagine. That'd be very cool, yeah. Po- uh, is it porn production or is it actually just... <laughs> Film, TV, oh, all okay. sorts of stuff. Porn Amazing. can come into it. I don't, sure, think, sure. I don't think it should be uh, defined separately. Yeah. Completely, <laughs> exactly. completely. We'll go from a, uh, yeah, we'll go from like a, a period drama... So, um, oh, we'll just use that set for it. Uh, we'll do our own parody, porn parody of a period drama. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll cover both ends of the market. Exactly. Mate. But, like, I've got tons of ideas of stuff I want to do. Chris, you've got numerous scripts and ideas <laughs> yeah, I think I are great. Our mate Aaron, you've yeah. helped him on, on working yeah. up a short he's been working on. Yeah. And he's had to spend ages trying to get together a budget to make it even r- yeah. realistic. I'd love to be able to look at projects like yeah. that and go, Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it in a month. Yeah, Let's yeah. get all the kit we need, all the production we need, yeah. and make yeah. these things happen. I know after the year that uh, St- Stephen Graham had recently, where he worked with Pacino, De Niro, Tom Hanks, all these amazing yeah. people, after that, which I would imagine, he's not told me, but I'd imagine it all paid well, one of the first things that him and his missus did was start up a production company. So he can continue to do all these dream jobs, but also they can make stuff that maybe wouldn't get a chance to be made, and all that kind of thing. And yeah, that was as soon as I heard that, I was like, "Of course you have. Why wouldn't? Why would you do anything else with yeah. with earnings?" So yeah, 
It's a, yeah, it's difficult to sometimes people have faith in an idea which you yeah. can actually visualise it, yeah. or they don't think there's a there's a there's not a big enough margin or bottom line for it to you know to find its way on certain desks. So yeah, that's a great completely. Idea. And and again, the whole thing you get it in the music industry a, a lot now as well of that you can put your own music out and you don't need a label and you don't need a budget. That's all well and good, but some things do need a budget. And it's the, it's the same with film. Because a few really good films have been made on iPhones now, and, and, and again, like we did it with music videos, made some of them for 100 quid, mm-hmm. but that doesn't work on every project. There is a lot of stuff that can be made like that, but there's a lot of stuff that needs to be made properly or in a more high-end like high manner. So, anything, yeah. Yeah, anything with we had Whiffin in, it would cost a fortune because we've got CGI's face up. Haven't we? He yeah. looks well fucking miserable today. Look, you wouldn't think that for hitting a million. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. I love the little smirk he gives every time you point out how miserable he looks because it is just, it is, it's not it's genuine. Just misery. It's just my face. It's just his oh. face, yeah. So it always prompts a little schoolgirl smirk, as, as you mentioned. Oh, dear. He's smiling on the inside, though, aren't you, mate? Yeah. Oh, smiling I don't want on to the inside. Think about his insides this far into lockdown. Do you know what? My only one, I'll throw one in quickly, right? Go on. <clears throat> the only one of mine that was serious was, do you remember when I explained that, like a half-baked idea to you once, bit, which was I would spend a million pounds, I'd buy a block of flats. Yes, I do remember this well. I'd buy a block of flats and then I would rent it out to people, but the rent would be, because like, I don't need to earn the interest and it's not an investment for me. The plan is you rent it out to people and then you only charge them enough to <clears throat> upkeep the flats and all that sort of stuff and you want to earn about the half rent that normal renters would send uh, landlords would ask for. And eventually that money that you earn, would then buy another block of flats and another block. But because you're only charging people half rent, they can actually then afford to save up quicker to buy their own property. And that, Go on, Stu. You, you, you're a little confused. How are you going to buy the next one if you're not making any profit? No, you. I'll I, I charge like half rent, so I'll make some money. Right. But I won't like charge full price. So it'll take me a little while longer. But the plan there is I'd like to be able to give back the land. Like, there's so many landlords at the moment. And the, the, the landlords just buy up properties and then just charge full rent. And then people can't get their foot on the property ladder. Yeah. And banks make an absolute killing with it through... Um, renting properties out yeah. and, and giving out uh, mortgages. So I think if I did that, it would reduce the mortgage market and people could actually buy their properties outright a lot quicker and um, it, it, it it just share the money in the country through land a bit quicker. I like so that. that's it. Um, yeah, that's my only sensible Would you idea. have made that million through? Because you invented, you were telling me the other day, you invented the, the Sky Planner. I, I, I don't know if, Pip, if you're aware of this, but I invented oh, no. Sky Plus. Oh, really? Yeah, but I, I yeah, I did. I, I, but it was back when I invented it. I thought, oh, I'm going to tell Richard Branson about this one. But obviously, then got distracted probably with reading something on the internet about internet about Warhammer and didn't quite get a chance to send that uh, email off. But yeah, I invented that and Facebook and MySpace. Oh, um, amazing! Yeah, so have I ever told you my busy week? Great invention. What then? A battery powered plug sockets. <laughs> Oh, right. So you can yeah. just take them on the road. Everything, everything yeah. you've got can just be, yeah. be plugged in and used on the road. Yeah. I don't know why I've never been invited on Dragons Den or what, but so no, good. you have. You, they don't. They don't. They're not listening 
out for ideas. You have to go. I thought they hit you up. <laughs> I thought they'd reach out. Surely they will have heard of me and thought, I bet he's got some ideas. <laughs> Surely they would have heard of me. Yeah. I, mean, I wish you just left it at that. Great. Surely great. they will have gone, he knows that Chris guy who's going to re- <laughs> reinvent you know, the housing uh, market. You know Chris who invented uh, Facebook? Yeah. I thought that was Mark Zuckerberg. No, 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 no. Chris. Chris Gladden. Oh, he did MS-DOS, didn't he? That's right. But he let uh, Bill Gates have it for free. Mr. Um, Mr. Gels, who's uh, previous guest on Hardcore St- Listing. Stu invented the wheel. Oh. Go on, continue, mate. <laughs> that was his mate, Terry. Uh, it was. Um, uh, yeah, um, Mr. Gels, who's previous guest on it, come up with a brilliant website. Um, and imagine... Um, you're at your local, you go to a new town. So yeah. let's, for instance, I don't know, say you go to, let, let's say Clacton, right? You go to Clacton and it's like lunchtime, or oh, might get some chips. Oh, mm. there's five chippies. Ah, uh, well, you're going to be confused. Dangerous game, dangerous game. So basically you go around and you rate every chip shop. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't necessarily do it, but obviously the, the people that, you know, eat there, do. Wait for it. Chip advisor. Nice. Ch- I acted for a bit there. Um, Let it sink in. Marry that to a thing. But yeah, it's yeah. very good. Yeah, very, very good. much started with the name, Yeah, that, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's never really gone beyond the name. It's a good name, though. <laughs> it's a very good name. He's going to be kicking himself when someone hears this. Yeah. Yeah. One of the one of uh, Duncan Ballantyne listens to this. Yeah. And he's gonna be like fucking smash that one out. Oh, the way you said that so quickly, I really thought you might have got that name wrong then, Chris, but you didn't. No. I was really <laughs> excited that it was gonna be a different Duncan. Oh, I said what I'd do with a million, I was gonna tell you why uh, someone I nearly got someone's name confused the other day in this. But let's hear a few more pips and then I'll tell you what else I'll spend a couple of so, a, a meal on. And my next up is straightforward, just Reveling in having f- fuck you money. It's, it's it's something that's talked about a lot. That and and Rogan talks about it a lot. But it wasn't him that invented it. Um, fuck you money is talked about a lot because it is that thing that you can just say no to to whatever you want. And I'm you know I'm a bit of a workaholic. And obviously I've got a company with Stu. I've got stuff on my own. And it's always that need to be doing stuff. And it's partly being self employed and mm. and not having that safety net of of jobs that have a regular mm-hmm. wage and things like that. So there's that constant need to agree to as much work stuff as possible, but ju- just having f- fuck you money is obviously being able to just say fuck you t- to anything that anyone offers. It could be the best thing. Oh, uh, uh, would you come and play this w- this one-off gig? We'll pay you a hundred grand. Mm. In the real world, I wouldn't be able to, to say no to that if I had a million. Fuck you, I'm staying in. It's, it's New Year's Eve. <laughs> I like the fact that you think you wouldn't say fuck you to that. Yeah. You are the most antisocial person. I, I think you might. Yeah. I think like, you, you actually are very good at saying that. I, 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 j- I so, joked then because m- me and Dan almost fell out of one year. Because you know my New Year's Eve is the one night I like to just yeah. stay in. And we got offered a big chunk of money for a New Year's Eve gig once. Yeah. And I just said, no, I'll do it, <laughs> I'll do it the night before. Brilliant. I'll do it the night Brilliant. after, but no, and that was that was a tough time for Dan to have to deal with being in a double act with me because <laughs> yeah. it was good money, and I was like, no, it's not about the money. I'm I'm genuinely not about money, but still, 
even though I, you're right, I am quite good at going, look, I just don't want to do that. It's still, I'll do a lot of things that I want to do, but maybe aren't, aren't my absolute dream to do, yeah. if that makes I, sense. I think yeah, that comes sure. from being self-employed. I think if you work yeah. for yourself, then... You know, you, you you to start. You know, when you've started working for yourself, like we touched on, on distraction pieces, them early gigs and things like that. You know, yeah. you, you you literally just about making enough money for petrol to get to the next yeah. gig. So yeah, you yeah, learn yeah. you learn how to hustle a little bit, and and you learn how to kind of you know put a value on what you do. And then I think even as like your, your business develops, and obviously you know you you, you go on and, and you become as successful at what you do, you still will always have that mindset when someone offers you something for your business you think you, mm. your instant thing is to go oh yeah yeah we, we can do that and it's yeah. like and it because that's just that self-employed attitude that you don't necessarily know where the next paycheck's coming from so it's so easy that. to say yes but then you know it is important sometimes to say no because and and i was gonna say particularly anything in the arts mm. like you could get paid really well f- for one gig but if that's your year's wage it suddenly isn't such an outrageous no. amount of money and an yeah. outrageous earning, and it can be in 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 the arts, in music, in acting, in any of these things. It's. I remember I talked to Doc Brown about this because he he lived in in. I think oh, when I interviewed him, he lived in South London. It was nice enough, but it wasn't like a mansion or anything. And he'd say he'd be at the bus stop, and people would be like, "Oh, what are you doing around here?" Because he was on. TV shows with Ricky Gervais yeah. and in the in the Office movie or or in the David Brent movie and he's like yeah that probably paid all right but it was one movie that I worked on for a couple of months that that doesn't mean it's I'm suddenly buying it's mansions made, yeah. and I've got yeah, years exactly. and years of earnings so yeah it's uh yeah it's a weird one so yeah just simply I mean the reality the boring side of that is that's me essentially saying I'd pop it in the bank. And, and I'd live off it. But I've turned it into a cool one by would calling you, it having fuck you money. I mean, you, fundamentally, it's you, not fuck you money, is it? It's, um, I really appreciate that, but uh, right at the moment, uh, I'll, I'll have to pass on it money. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> would you like that 100 gram roll? Different? Fuck you. Right? It'll <laughs> never work again. <laughs> would you dress any different? Um, probably would you dress not. like you got fuck you money? Probably no, oh, maybe. Um, I'd love to dress like you would, Glasson. You so would. <laughs> only just only to annoy people. Only to annoy people like you used to. Yeah, I'd, but like, I'd do it to make you feel uncomfortable. And at home, I'd well wear, wear tight dye blue. You seen? Uh, you seen Chris? Chris? What Chris? Chris, top hat, Chris. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> top hat, Chris. The one top hat with an owl in the top hat. It's, it's that thing, isn't it? People who get a bit of money dress like they've got fuck you money, but people yeah. who are actually wealthy tend to dress really normal and yeah, boring absolutely. because of that. It's not that excitement moment anymore. No. Like you, you, you mentioned Zuckerberg. You're not going to see him in anything particularly exciting, and Rogan's <laughs> another example of that. Again, love or hate him, and I'm on. Both sides of that that fence <laughs> yeah. these days. Yeah. Um, he dresses like he's, you know, a single yeah, dad still, on, still wearing on an welfare. Exactly. Same with Conor McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. I couldn't dress like I got a fuck you, man, because like um, people would be expecting me to punch people in bars. Yeah. Um, oh. Oh, it's completely gone now. What I was going to say. Oh Southern dear, Oregon. million downloads, million listens. Million <laughs> downloads. <laughs> There's only one other time I remember completely going mind numb, 
And that is when we uh, did about four podcasts in a row at the uh, Hoxton Square Bar Fuck, and Grill. And I went to ask a question. Day. I went to ask a question and I went, I'm sorry, it's just not there. I think it's for we are scientists. I was just like, nah. I've got got nothing, I can't remember who we recorded. Did we record with Doc Brown that day as well? Bizarrely. No, that was at the Queen of Hoxton, Doc Brown. And then I do remember that we had to wait for we are scientists to finish a gig and then come over. And so we was like, we was there till like, I don't think we got out of there till like 11 at night. And we've been recording from like lunchtime, I think. But I know at one point I've, I laid down on the stage and I was about to have a little sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long day, man. That was a long old day, mate. Long old day. It's, so it's one imagine... of your things if you had a million stew, you'd have a little sleep. <laughs> yeah. You'd have more little sleeps. 40 winks. <laughs> Can I buy some naps, please? Have, have you got, got any... T- to throw in, um, uh, I'd, I'd buy um, I'd buy an office, right? I'd buy an right. office that had um, uh, it's ridiculous, right? Uh, I'd buy an office that basically had uh, some really nice computers in it for design work, a recording studio, and also for lunch breaks, it'd have like a, a ring in it and like some gym stuff, so I can nice. go and kind of record all my stuff and like. And ideally, like, create a little radio station there and try yep. and emulate. It's really weird. I've been listening. When I drove to Norfolk at the weekend, I listened to some of the first ever uh, Gervais and Merchant and Cole podcasts and the edits of yeah. the radio show. And, like, hearing them just saying, yeah, that was a new single from Hamas Superstar. And, like, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. you just think, holy shit, it was 2001. Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, but just listening to that made me remember how good XFM was then. Yeah. And like, and I just thought, oh, I'd love to create something like that. I wish we had an office together. That would be if we had a little headquarters. Like that would be so much fun. Just think how much fun that would be. Um, I'd also uh, addendum to that. I'd also have security on mine as well. So, uh, (laughs) so Classen turning up in his top hat would get turned away. You'd spend. I'd let you. I'd let you spend all this time designing this, and then with my million. When you go home one night, I'd pay a million pounds for it. When you come back the next day, it's been gutted out. And it's been redecorated as Pat Sharp's Funhouse. I thought no. you were going to say some sort of like Warhammer setup. <laughs> Stuart put, put forward the full plans. Chris would look at it and go, yeah, it looks good. I'm just going to add a bed. What do you want a bed for? No, just add a bed because you know that, that Chris would just be rolling in there at 3 a.m. on nights rather than ever being in there in the office hours. Just somewhere to crash. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. All right, Pip, what you got? What's your, yeah, what's your number three? So, my number three is I'd buy a small island. Oh, sick. Sick, sick, sick. Okay, um, go on then. What are you doing on it? Which you kind of think, oh, that's mad, but. I looked into it, and and small islands start at around a hundred grand. Which How is big's that though? We're crazy. talking like you could barely get a sandcastle on there. It's going to be small. I like the fact but the first thing you're going to do on your do island you is build a sandcastle. Yeah, is is there room for sandcastles? <laughs> Otherwise, I'm at. I don't want it, mate. If it's if it's only got a pebble beach, I do not want to know. Don't even show them to me. No, but the, that's it. I, you know what I mean? You don't need a, a huge one if you spend no. say. If they start at a hundred grand, even if you spend three, four hundred grand on the island, and then spend mm. the rest on building some just cool shit mm. there, um, you know, it's better than Stu's fucking office 
the, the lurch got a, a gym in it so he can have photo shoots on his lunch break. I'll tell you what, um, mate. When he's doing, like, having photo shoots, doing, like, the only good kick yeah, he's going to do Doing all his big photo shoot of his, his Superman punch. What would make that look better is if we F- Photographer is my next one. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, obviously, as we record this, yeah. we're about to have the first week of Fight Island. Mm. Yeah. So there's a UFC fights on Saturday, Wednesday, and the Saturday after, mm-hmm. all on Fight Island. And it's not a real island. It's a fucking peninsula in Dubai or some shit. But when the idea came up, the thought of this little island where you can have, you can just fly into and it's all yours. Enter you the dragon. Do what you want. It's enter the dragon. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. It's amazingly exciting. And so, yeah, the thought of that and the thought of having just getting up in the morning and having your own beach there and literally your own jungle to go and, and explore, all that kind of thing. Just oh, seems... sorry, you're, just to clarify, your island's not off the coast of Scotland or anything then? I mean, I'd be up for yeah, that as well. Like Costa Rica. That would be quite so. interesting. Like, you know, have you seen that hotel? I think it's off the, off the south of the UK that there's a hotel that was previously an oil rig type thing. And they've turned it into this just amazing six-star hotel, and you have to go there by boat, and just stuff nice. like that. Just being in the middle of the sea is, yeah, I think that'd be so peaceful. Me and both of you guys have discussed before that, yeah, being near water is amazingly calming and yeah. relaxing. Um, but sadly, a lot of seaside towns in the UK are incredibly ropey and <laughs> there's a lot of drug habits and mm. alcoholism and it, because it comes from the days of it being a in like port towns import export mm. um smuggling all that kind of thing so yeah the idea of just being s- s- surrounded by water and having that serenity is uh yeah it's pretty can amazing come, can we come and stay yeah again the 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 the, the, the problem with that choice is i'd imagine there's just continued expense, right? Because if you've got to fly in and out or get a boat in and out, or if anyone wants to come and hang out, it's a boat in and out. That's going to be a lot of of money on the road. Although I guess if you buy the boat and you can just do it yourself... I'll I'll get over there. Don't worry about that. (laughs) I'll be there before you. You just give me the the, the, the sat-nav details and I'll uh, (laughs) I'll be there. One of my one of my choices was um, I've always wanted to live under a waterfall. Right. But, yeah, sorry, yeah, not yeah. under, behind. Under would yeah. be a fucking nightmare. Be noisy. I yeah. just want a, a, a thing behind a waterfall, and then I realise I just want to become a super villain. You, you know, in you gardens know. when they have a little waterfall and they have a little gnome underneath it. Oh, wicked! That's me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're just That's there me. With, with your plonker out, just doing a little fountain of wee. <laughs> That's my little uh, patron saint. <laughs> yeah, but completely, ex- exactly that. Imagine you've got oh. a little l- lake and a waterfall and all that kind of thing there. It'd be I mean, I live behind it. Amazing, yeah. yeah. I'd dig it out and I'd want a throne room and I'd want a moat and a dr- and a bridge so that people can't walk out, have to walk over that. But if they, they're annoying me, I hit a button and the bridge gives way and you fall into the moat. Yeah, n- yeah, nice, ca- nice cover-up, glass. Nice cover-up, yeah. Anacondas, that fucking yeah. drawbridge is to keep people in, not out. No one's going to want to come in, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Every cunt's going to want to get out. <laughs> yeah, so similar, similar. Um, Stu, would you, what would you have? What would, you, would, you, would you buy a remote island yourself? Oh, for, uh, for just, just to go back to my last one, I've just seen another note next to it. 
basically all my stuff in my office, I'll have a little stage in it. The whole thing is to set up to basically put together a series like TFI Friday. So I want right. to have this kind of thing where in every kind of corner there's something going on where I could just think, oh, I could film that and then could do that and I could do that and maybe make some kind of sort of TV I think thing. you'd make a good TFI Friday host, mate, to yeah, be honest with you. Yeah, a bit old. Yeah. But, um, What's that matter? What's that matter? But it just comes with experience, it, doesn't it? And, if I yeah. did... If I did throw another one in, the other one I throw in was one which I think we all discussed when we went on White Wine Question Time, Kate Fortin's podcast. Um, I'd buy a camper van. Yep. A really fucking you big pro- one. I was going to say, you, I gonna say you, 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 you probably one. have some some money left over. <laughs> I'm not sure. I've not checked. I've, I've oh, not checked recent I'd, rates. But... You get. You give me the check and uh, and I'll yeah. go and get it. Yeah. Do you know what? You you <laughs> may laugh, right? So I've been looking at them this week, funnily enough. And, uh, and even to get, like, a shitty one that's, like, w- literally 20 years old is going to cost you at least seven, eight grand, right? Yeah, they're so really when you start wanting to get into Winnebago territory, it's, like, mega money, mate. Mega money. Yeah. Still a like, good bit of change from a, a million, I guarantee well, you. Well, I've, I've, I've got to pay, like, Chris to drive <laughs> Petrol. it. Petrol. Uh, Petrol. Yeah. That's, that's, my that's my insurance would be huge. Yeah. Known drink driver. <laughs> uh, um, yes. I'm not, anyway, listeners. That'd be crazy. Um, right, okay, no, is he already your number two? Yes. Pippi. Yeah, I've got, got two left. And before I go yeah. to one, um, this I've not thought of this. I've gone to, to say this twice now, and it's not because it's been stew picking. But but would ever you, either of you ever have any a plastic surgery? Yeah. Not really. I, 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 I would have. I, I would probably have my uh, moles removed. Yeah. And it's, it's not it's, like I said. I, I just like. Would you have I, me have my no moles yeah, removed? Yeah. Yeah. I'd pay that? for both of you to have. Pla- no, that's not my. No- <laughs> <laughs> that's not my number. But but a, a Brian Callan on the on the fighter and a kid like recently had his his lids done because he's right. he's in his fifties and his lids and it's like it's weird stuff like that that. You guys have talked before about the negatives of of, of body image stuff on mm. social media and all things like that. But also, I think if people are grown up and making their own choices, I'm completely pro anything if they can afford yeah. it and have it, it done safely. And yeah, there's nothing I've ever thought of having done. But again, I'm sure I've thought of. Yeah, I'm things. sure you have. Um, there's yeah, there's I've thought like like when I'm a bit older, I might be like, oh, if I'm feeling a bit saggy or a bit or whatever else and yeah i just wondered that as as we were all talking it's your body and i don't think i I think you just have to be in it for the right reasons and i think like but that's a very slippery slope and that's the danger hey everyone i've been on the go recently phoenix kansas city chicago if you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home you have an airbnb Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Just part of it. So no, yeah. I don't think we should be in a society where... We we tell people if they shouldn't should not do something, but it's a it's a, it is a slippery slope. For it, but I mean, for example, my moles I guess is a good example of this. Right, I'm not particularly self aware of my moles. You know, it's not like something that's given me that much body confidence issues. Um, my girlfriend and any other partner is probably upset about the fact that I'm I have no shame. Um, but <laughs> um, so they don't really. But at the same time, yeah, they're a little they they're not as nice as not having moles, you know, no. I don't think when you've got quite as many, I've probably got about 300 moles, honest, genuinely. And, um, and also, but more importantly is what they do represent a, a cancer risk to me. Yeah. So yeah. it's that, that, that would be something that I would do, but I'm not just saying it's only for health. I, I would certainly say there's an aesthetic aspect to that. And that's I would, it. I, 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 I think that's, I think there's as much risk at times from, the kind of the pushing on social media that everyone has to have surgery and all this this kind mm. of shit lip fillers everything else, but I think there's as much risk in saying that everyone has to be proud of everything and body positivity and all that because it's not easy sometimes. Sometimes no. if you can solve something, then you've got a you've got a right to. You shouldn't be chastised or looked down upon because you're like, all right, I kind of want to get rid of like if you said I want to get rid of my moles, it wouldn't be. A, oh, don't be sh- shallow. It'd be like, well, you know, it's up to you. It's it's individuals who have to, to live with that. But yeah, it's the, it's down to the individual, and I think that I, I've seen this with breast enlargements, mm. um, stews, and <laughs> I, I, I've 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 got a, f- a few friends who have done it, and um, one of my friends who did it is the prettiest girl ever. Historically, was always the prettiest girl ever, and but she had self confidence issues, mass self confidence issues. And that never assisted and helped in any way, shape or form. And yet I've got other friends who did it and um, really happy. Absolutely yeah. solved their issues. I was going to Abs- say the same. I've known problem. people who have done it and been never happier. I've known people who have done it and then saved up to have them removed down yeah. the line because it's, it's not been right. But that's why it came up with the million dollars. Because yeah. the, the negative side of all this is when it's being done cheap and being done unsafe and all that kind of thing. Whereas mm. if you had a million and you could just go, all right, let's get this really classily done, have this done or that done, then yeah. yeah is this because you're an actor more? Are you? Is this the foreshadowing mate, to the fact we won't? you'll look like a cat in mate, five years? Is do, you that know, do you know how many times in this lockdown I've had to sit staring at Stu's face on a Zoom screen? Okay, fair um, of course plastic surgery is going to have come to mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But anyway, my number two. Um, and again, there's a. I've, I've been boringly realistic on this. I originally put, I'd get a castle. 
because oh, having yeah, a castle yeah. would be amazing. But I looked oh, into yeah. them. Most of them cost a lot more than a million. Well, it's upkeep as well, mate. Yeah. So the same as your kind of a base under a waterfall, all this kind of thing, you're going to end up spending more than a million on that. So what I've switched Just it to... Just feeding the uh, anacondas alone will cost me a fortune. Exactly. Um, is before I bought the house I'm in now, I looked yeah. at and seriously considered um, old churches. Oh, so yeah. in Wales and Scotland, there's so many old churches yeah. that are almost offensively cheap, like under a hundred grand. Um, there's some over as well and things like that. But the problem is, most old churches ghosts. don't have much power, <laughs> elect, um, <laughs> and ghosts. That's a that's a bonus. But most don't have much power to charge yeah. all your ghost busting machines um, <laughs> yeah. and plumbing uh, and stuff like that because most churches yeah. only have a back room that's yeah. got any of that because yeah. the main room is w- heated by people and candles faith. and so on and so yeah. forth and faith yeah so I'd buy I'd pick one of those churches and then have it spend the money just having it f- f- fully th- th- done up oh, because again in absolutely. these modern times with all sorts of work you need the internet you need or just just modern comforts. I'd want to have Netflix and shit like that. I'd get mm. bored in a church quite would you quick. Build so, yeah. a, would you build a do- Domino's takeaway within, yeah, within range? Yeah. yeah, I'd definitely spend the spare money opening up a couple of franchises of yeah. a Papa John's, a Domino's and a Pizza Hut <laughs> around seen, the corner. Have you seen that TV show? Unlikely, but um, Molly's quite into it. And I do quite like it, actually, because I can't help but fantasise about doing this very thing. It's the Chateau, the guys who bought the castle in France, and then they rent it out. Yeah, they've done a few different series, haven't they, of doing up different chateaus and that. It didn't cost them a lot to buy this bloody castle. It was something like £260,000. Yeah. It's insane, and they had to spend a lot in doing it up, but now it's just earning its money back. But this castle, just it's just the dream. When you look at it, you're like, oh, my yeah. God. Oh, well, that was it. Like When I was looking at these churches, I was like, I, I wish I was more of a... like I knew more, more about electrics and plumbing and woodwork and stuff like that, because when they do these sh- sh- chateaus, it's normally people who can do a lot of it themselves as well, yeah. who can p- put in a lot of the graft to just... B- build it all and make it all look amazing and I just haven't got the knowledge of that I'd get this church I'd spend a year on it and you'd come around and go what have you d- you done to this church why have you just ruined so sofa and 300,000 dominoes <laughs> but yeah so yeah I'd go I'd go for that because again like there was there's was one in particular I looked at in Wales and it was about only about 90 minutes like the nearest train station was about 90 minutes into London because I was genuinely, it was while I was doing music and that still, I was thinking, could this be realistic? And it was just in the middle of its own, own, own little plot. So all around it was just fields and a section of that you owned. I assume there's probably some dead bodies in that section because why would a church have a big area marked off? I, sh- I, no, I reckon no. it must have been a graveyard. But Would you pay extra for that? Yeah, yeah, um, I reckon as long as I could could, could could get the details on each person that was buried. Do many people have... visit this graveyard these days? No, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a quiet one? But yeah, it was just. And again, I've I've since looked at places in Scotland and stuff like that. That the beauty of being sur- surrounded by fields and fields oh, and, and 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 the hills and having that that privacy and even as like. 
a similar a lot when I was seriously looking at them recently and couldn't afford it, it was thinking along the lines of what Stu was saying of having a studio in there and having it all rigged up so you could just go there and spend the weekend recording podcasts and yeah. doing like uh, whatever you want, but just yeah, just being in the wilderness. So yeah, that appeals massively. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, the the wow. the slight tear down from buying an island is buying. Um, that yeah. privacy, I guess. Yeah. I almost see it as like the idea of living in a castle is just too too cool. Yeah, absolutely too cool. You got any any more to throw in, Stu? Before we get to Pippi's number one, uh, I haven't. No. All right, I'll throw one in quickly. Chris. I like my name is Earl, and I love the idea that he then wrote a list. So for people who don't know, Earl wins. Uh, it's, it's Jason Lee, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And he basically wins uh, the lottery, and then. With his money, he's, he's pretty financially con- secure. So then he decides to um, write a list of all the people he's wronged in his life and then just go around and do nice things for him and apologise and stuff like that. So I'd re- if I'd won a million, I'd like to do that. And uh, it's a short list. I've not really wronged that many people. I thought you were going to say, I'd, I've not taken that many of their names. So. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even know half of them. <laughs> I did start thinking, where would I start on that list? And like, I don't know why this flashed up into my head, but I mean, I could always apologise for this now, really. It wouldn't take anything. But I remember one time I had an argument with my mum, and I was really young. Can I just point out I was young? I wasn't a responsible, sensible adult. I'd, I was going, I think I might have just been starting puberty, and this is what I did. We'd had an argument, and then she was at the bottom of the stairs, sat down, looking somewhere, and I was at the top of the stairs, overlooking her, and I went, and I did a little spit. I was going to try to pull it back, because out of frustration. But it didn't come back up into my mouth, and it dropped on the top of her head. And, um, and, she, and she looked up. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. But, yeah, I don't know if I even did say sorry then. I, I think I might have even acted like I didn't do anything. I can't remember. But I, I just remembered that and thought, oh, that's that's bad. That's fucking bad. It's still in it. If only you had the money to apologise for that. No, that's, you know what? that's what I love about that as well. Do you know what apology? That's exactly what I thought. I thought, I could just go down and say sorry to mum now about that. And I was like, nah, I won't have time to write that wrong until I'm, until I, I'm I, I reckon rich. I should sit down with your mum and go, like, I've got this. And like, and then she'll pay me, whatever you give your mum, she'll give me half of it. And then the next time you're walking out of book club, I'm just going to run up behind you and soccer kick you right in your fucking leg. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's Stu on your list. I it's Stu on your to, list for that night. I haven't, I haven't got time to apologise. But once I've got money... No, got no time money, to explain. I've no, no time to explain now, Stu. But I was in an impossible situation. But once I'm rich, I'll be able to be a nice person. Yeah. Um, but I also thought, although the last person I'd apologise to is a family, because I think... With some of that money, I would buy it. I thought I'd get a, hire an assassin, but I thought, no. I'll just get a high-powered rifle, and then I'll just shoot Katie Hopkins. Great. Basically. And, I was going to ask about that, money. because yeah, you I'd, mentioned her on the on the distraction yeah. pieces and said there's more to come. But I mean, it was really weird, because when, when I was thinking about that, and, and, and I, don't, I don't obviously mean that, and I'm not trying to actually incite violence. This is all said in jest and tongue-in-cheek. Um, and I'm sure she can take that, given the sort of insults and shit she throws out there. Yeah. Um, but she is quite 
a cunt. cancerous oh. really as a person. She she I went and looked at a bunch of stuff on YouTube just at the things she she said, and they are like they are awful and trollish, mm. and that like the fact that she can slag off. Just even simple things. These these aren't even the major issues she's gone for. But taking the Mickey out of kids na- who have been named after geographical locations, and then she did that on this morning or whatever. And Holly Willoughby says, uh, "Your your daughter's name India." Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Like she just it's so obviously trollish. Um, so I'd probably apologise to her kids and in, and shoot her. And what the reason why I was going to say me getting her names wrong is when I typed that up as a note. I wrote Katie Piper. <laughs> <laughs> that would be outrageous. <laughs> Get a million quid and I'd shoot Katie. I'd shoot amazing, powerful charity uh, pioneer Katie Piper. At least, at least, bloody I've goody two shoes. At least I realised it. <laughs> at least I realised it before throwing it out there. Turning your That's fucking amazing. life around and doing nice things. <laughs> You're going down. <laughs> Yeah, I've not even had that much bad stuff happen to me, so you're making me look terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a good shout would be taking your million and giving it to Katie Hopkins to and to, to to fuck off to your island. I'm sure, I'm sure she'd fuck off for a million. I'm sure if you said, you "Look, here's, here's a million now, just fuck off." It's <laughs> uh, good. I walked past her in the street a few months back b- no. before this came out, and I was. It really spun me out because I exactly as you said, Chris. Obviously, I wouldn't do anything. You kind of joke about it, but I did just kind of think. I feel bad. It felt weird because I felt bad n- n- not doing anything. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But because of all the horrible st- stuff she said and the genuine damage that she's caused with some yeah. of her her outrageous claims that then get echoed and echoed and echoed and and can really cause the damage in society. I walked past her and just thought, fuck, what? I don't know what I wanted to do, but I felt annoyed I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, know? but yeah. the bottom line is she will go to bed every night and shut her eyes knowing that 90% of the population that has ever heard her say anything hates her. Mm. Yeah, I don't know like... if she knows that. I don't know if she realises that or believes that. It's it's fascinating no, because I, as I, said, I, I I believe that too. Uh, I, I'm not too sure where she where the line is in her mind. I think uh, she believes uh, a lot of the things she says. I I had um, Ashley Dotty Charles on the podcast recently, who wrote a book yeah. about public outrage, um, and she spoke to Katie Hopkins on it, and she was kind of left just unsure because she spoke to her and she was perfectly reasonable, but she still did seem to believe all of the stuff. That she said it didn't feel like she was putting on an act or a character. Um, it felt that she she backed herself, I which remember. is even more dark and even more kind of uncomfortable because you assume so much of it is just you're putting on a character and deep down you know you're being a dickhead. Mm. But she seemed to be like, no, you know, I'm a nice person, but here's my beliefs. It's like, oh, mm. fuck. You're Do you gross. want to read the comment I left on? So I... I... I watched the thing is uh, 10 worst moments and then uh, someone had left a comment that said in a time of universal deceit telling the truth becomes a revolutionary act and then George Orwell yeah. and then someone beautifully just just destroyed that person with uh, with a response and uh, and this uh, another person said uh, oh so you can't handle the truth I'm trying to load it up now because I want to read the comments um Oh come on! Please come up. This is this is good podcasting as well, isn't it? Hey, million downloads. M- million Look downloads, at this. Million guys. Million downloads, folks. 
oh, it's not going to come up. And uh, and and I basically went back and said That's it isn't said. it isn't the truth. It's a bunch of value judgments and and. What's scary is if a comedian said that, I might laugh. But the fact okay. is, she says that shit, and then people like you start saying things like the truth. The truth hurts. And uh, this person came back to me and said, "I'm sorry, but there's never been a, a more um, truthful, honest, hardworking, brilliant woman in this country. I challenge you to name one." And, I'd, and then I just left Rose West in the comment, <laughs> basically. <laughs> <laughs> She did work hard. Uh, she was hard working. So we're, are we are we on to your number one now, Pip? Yes. Let's yes. do it. Well, it's kind of similar to what I said there of, of getting a million and giving it to Katie Hopkins and telling her to fuck off. <laughs> um, my number one is just fucking off. <laughs> I wish she would. Disappearing. She would. Um, <laughs> the first thing I'd buy, I'd spend like a tenner on a razor. So I'd get rid of my beard and become wow. anonymous. And then I'd just f- fuck off. I, 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 I joke about this all the time, but I genuinely have thoughts. So because even, even more so in recent times, social media at the very least, I just mm. think is su- such a dangerous and horrible yeah. place and yeah, sure. damaging place. Um, so I regularly think about walking away from that. But because of all the different bits of work I do, I tell myself I couldn't do that. Um but yeah, the idea of just going right, I'm done with everything. You came off it for a week, didn't you? You came off it for a week when you done that um, podcast with um, yes, Connie, Connie Huck, wasn't with, it? Yeah, with Connie Huck, and I, I've done it a lot recently as well. I g- generally now on Wednesdays and Thursdays because of the new podcast, I'll do a load of posts. But outside yeah. of that, unless I need to, I'll go on very little throughout the rest of the. Yeah. The, the the rest of the week and it's much better but yeah that idea of just going right yeah just disappearing into the woods somewhere um again it sounds horrible because that's saying walking away from you pricks uh all my friends all my family my partner all my loved ones and all of that kind of thing but, but there is still something beautiful about that as a fantasy of just of just disappearing yeah. and starting a new life that, you, yeah, I don't know. It's purely f- figuring out who you are and what you want to do without any outside influences. I think all of us, everyone who's a g- good person, has outside influences. In that, I want to make sure my friends are happy. I want to make sure my family are happy. My partner's happy. All these kind of things. But there is something beautiful and tempting about not having any of that and just going right. I'm fucking off. I'll see you later. Yeah, completely. So, yeah. I've, I've thought that before. Like, I'd like to go to uh, a, a temple, Buddhist Buddhist yeah. monk temple, and go there. But and to be yeah, clear, I've, I've and to be thing. clear, it's probably an option now. But I love all my friends and family and loved ones and partner and all this kind of thing. So I don't, I don't want to. But still, as a as, as a thought and idea, that bang, a, a one day you just go, go on, leave your phone at home. Just leave let all us these know things. first. Just let us know first, so we don't know your brother's guilty or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like that that added air air of mystery. I'd rather have that <laughs> hanging over. Oh, that's pretty. That's amazing. But yeah, that'd be my number one. Mm. One. And it might it might involve it might include numerous 
of the other ones, it might involve a castle or an island or a church. I'm coming to find you. you know? I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait. Again, the that. beauty. How how much more exciting would your mm. life be if you're having to figure out the mystery of me rather than have to deal with me? That's that's, that's <laughs> so much more fun. <laughs> Where did he go? Let's look into it. <laughs> Brilliant. So yeah, that's my number one. It'll be a, a, a globe trotting hide and seek, but then the trick is when none of us come hunting for you, <laughs> you'll come. You'll be back in a month, mate. You'll be back in a month on guys, Instagram, guys. It's me. <laughs> oh, wait, right. something I haven't told you. I thought about once on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I disappear in a week into it. I download an episode of Hardcore Fucking Listing, and I pop up to correct you on something. <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant um pip thanks loads for doing this today yeah man much appreciated um, really Thank appreciate you, it and, it's been and a pleasure and thanks for giving us the, the the platform and the idea and the encouragement and nurturing and everything to uh to do hardcore listing because we congrats certainly on the million be where congrats we're at. on the million it's madness lovely do you know you can buy what can you buy one million ten thousand one hundred one off with a million pound don't know. Which Um Feathers. Ninety nines. Ninety nines. Cheeseburgers and ninety nines. Just little fat for you guys. Boring prick. Oh yeah. I just want to quickly tell you about this magazine. It's called Pod Bible. Now Pod Bible is the new essential guide to podcasts. It's put together alongside Spotify and Acast. And it's a one-stop shop to tell you all about the podcasts you maybe know about, but definitely about a load of the podcasts that you probably don't know about that we think you should know about. I mean, in the first edition, there's interviews with Adam Buxton, interviews with Craig Parkinson, um, there's features on Jade Adams, and there's just an abundance of information about so many exciting podcasts that are out there. Also... Spotify have given us these amazing little codes. So if you do get a print copy, you can just turn on your Spotify on your phone, scan the little code, and it just automatically opens up the podcast on your listening device. How good's that? If you haven't managed to get a print copy, then just go over to www.podbiblemag.com and read it online because the digital version is all over there and it's all free. So every other month there'll be a new edition out. So go and have a look and support us on the social medias as well. Podbiblemag.com It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 